Welcome, 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 y'all, to Praying and Preaking. Come sit on the couch with your girl, Georgette, a.k.a. The Preaker, as we chit-chat about life, stories, and prayer. Y'all know what I always say. Deuces! Awesome. I'm so excited. Yes, I thought that you were in Baltimore because that's where I met you. So I was like, oh, she's she's local. And then when you like, no, Arizona, I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) All right. It's it's all good. Yeah, I I live in both places. God is good. Yeah. All the time. Like, okay, so what made you choose Arizona, though? (laughs) Listen, she's starting to interview up. I know that's right. I just recently um, relocated here in April. So um, my son has been here for eight years now, seven, eight years. So, um, yeah, we have been visiting him and coming out here and my husband wound up liking it. And we knew that we were going to, we were already looking for retirement places. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it just stuck and he liked it. It's so funny though, because years ago I told my husband I wanted to retire to Arizona and he said no, <laughs> that it was too hot, too hot. And now right. guess what? That's where we at, right in Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> In the hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't know what um I promise you we don't know what God has in store for us. It's just never, never. This journey, this thing called life is so awesome. And we just gotta learn to um sit back and enjoy the ride, right? And so absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's never uh as much as I try to plan stuff, I realized that I probably shouldn't. I stress myself out planning my, my own stuff, and then God would be, be, be like, um, I told you I had you, so you gonna so go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And he'll let you do you, and then be like, uh, are you done? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm straight. Um, I'm good. We ain't doing that no more. Like, like we ain't, we ain't, like we ain't doing that no more. Like, like God literally allowed me a, a year to like do my own thing, and I, and mind you, God will send you like previews or like little like red flags that that you should be looking at, and you, and you don't look at them. So so you see you like. It's all right. I think that bad, and you and you keep doing you, and God will allow you to keep doing you. And then once you, you get tired of allowing you to do you, he be like, "Are you done now? Are you gonna? Are are we listening now? Do we have our listening ears on? Are you? Is um, mm. okay? Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm done. I'm I'm good. Like." <laughs> Like I'm, I'm like like last year, God really showed me only because only because 
I kept saying out loud that I wanted like my business to be like my, my main source of income. So I was doing things trying to make my business my main source of income, but I wasn't really leaning into that. I was doing it in like fear. So I was, I was steady stepping. So I would do this and then I still had my full-time job. And on top of my full-time job, I still had a part-time job. Mm. So, but I was still doing this. So I was still doing shows. I was still doing pop-up. I was still doing stuff, but I was like, Still stepping. So the first thing that happened was I got fired for my full-time job. Now the reason for my firing, and at least in DC, is a wrongful termination. And I could, if I wanted to, I could like sue. But, but, but God was like, "Why would you do that?" I'm like, because like I I just lost my job, like. What you mean? Why would I do that? They fired me for, for wanting to transfer to, to another site, which I was a security officer. So you have the ability to act for, for, for transfer if a certain location isn't suited for you. So I so I was in my I was within my rights to, to act for this transfer. I got fired. They sent me an e e emails telling me to come turn to turn in my uniforms, and then my, my last check was will be there when I get get there. I was like, okay, but I was fighting it hard, and it wouldn't budge. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just file a lawsuit. And God was like, no, you're not. I'm like, mm. all right, but, but, but so I still had had my part time job. So I said, all right, God, let's leave me this job because at least it'll pay for like my vendor fees and, you know, all those other little things that I need that I need to get out the way. So God allowed it for a little, little bit. And then I started using my part-time job as my full-time job. So when someone called out, I was taking a shift. <laughs> so I ended up making 40 hours a week anyway. So God let, let that go for, for a minute. A good little minute. And then one, one, one day I was at work. I was literally at work, working on my shift. We had a banquet. I was out, I was there. I was in the building. I signed the sign-in paper. I clocked in. I did all that. They suspended me for a no-call, no-show. Mind you, I'm in the, I, I was there. I had all, all the proof of me being there. And I got this printed for a no call, no show. So I said, so I really sat in that because I'm like, what the heck? Like, what? Like, so God was like, uh, are you done? I said, absolutely. Like, uh, what else do you do with that? Like, my God. Like what? Like what else do you do with that? Like, mm. my first job, I got five for something that I'm legally allowed to do. Since second job, I got suspended while I'm in the building. Why you in the building? My yeah, God. while I'm there, like <laughs> I, I'm taking videos. I'm I'm doing TikToks. Like I'm in the building. Like I'm really in the building. <laughs> 
sis, you just set somebody free. Look, y'all, we ain't even started the podcast. No. And what you just said right there, you like, just like, set somebody free. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, all right. Uh, and, and, and when I tell the story to people, it's like, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, because y'all not in tune with God. Woo! Like, once I get, get in tune with God, you just, it, it will make sense to you. Like, when you know that you did nothing wrong and that you, you had every intention on, you know, being being a good a good worker and trying to do your best and doing X, Y, and Z, Z what your mouth is saying, I can't stand this. I I want to be my own boss. Like I want to do everything I want for, for, for myself. So you're saying it, but you're not acting on it. Mm. The more you keep saying it and not acting on it, God will make you act on it. Like he will force feed you to act on it. And I'm like, can, can we do baby steps? No, I, I tried doing baby steps with you. You ain't, you ain't adhere to baby steps. You, you do kept. Mm. doing what you wanted. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, uh, all right. Um, I guess like, like how else do you, you like, wow. Uh, uh, okay. So yeah, that's my come to Jesus, come to Jesus moment. <laughs> like, oh, oh, all right. All right. Well, Mm. Well, I thank you for inviting me to this. Oh, quick, quick question: Will I be able to get a copy of this after we're done? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be all over. Um, absolutely. So, all right, y'all. Let me listen. Look, she just started. She just set somebody free already. I, I just sit. I'm so glad. Thank you, God. I'm so glad for the obedience, right? Because I just hit the record button because I said, sis. I like taking taping this portion before we even get started because I use it on outtakes or we laughing or something. But <laughs> listen, she set somebody free with that whole word right there. So I'm so glad that I hit the record button because you just set somebody free with what you just said. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. But y'all, welcome, 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 y'all, to another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgette, a.k.a. The Preaker. And I am super excited. It has been a while um, since the podcast episode has dropped, but I said that this year I was going to be more diligent because I love, love, love... Uh, doing my podcast. I love sitting down. I love hearing people's stories and um, I just love it. But I'm going to go ahead and pray and then we're going to get started. I'm going to let my guests, the stuttering diva, y'all listen, you know what? I don't, I just realized that I don't even know your real name, but that's okay. Cause I, you I'm going to let you, <laughs> you ain't supposed to neither. I know that's right. And guess what? I, it ain't even important. What I know is that she's the stuttering diva. I don't even need to know your real name. That's up to you it's if you want to tell them. But after I pray, I am going to let you introduce yourself. Um, I always let my guests introduce themselves. 
whatever it is that you want to share, whatever it is that you want the world and my audience, the peoples to know about you. I'm going to give you the opportunity to do that after I pray. And then after you tell a little bit about yourself, I'm going to tell you what um, God has laid on my heart for the title of this podcast and just relax. She said, this is her first one. Listen, it's like you sitting on the couch with your family, your sister, your bestie friend, and we just going, let God have his way. Let him be thing. And I'm super excited. So let me go ahead and open us up in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come right now, Lord God. First and foremost, God, just to say thank you. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Lord, just to say thank you for this day, this time, this opportunity. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for uh, your sister, your daughter, your your queen, your, your everything, God. I thank you for this woman, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for her carving out time out of her schedule, Lord God, to sit down and talk to me, Lord God. Lord, I do not take it for granted, Father God, because time it's precious, Lord God, and I respect it, Lord God. And so I thank you and I hope and pray, Father God, that you will restore, replenish, refresh, renew every minute that she spends with me on this podcast, Lord God. Lord, may you continue to bless her hands, mm, 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 mm. her amazing work, Lord God. May you continue to bless the visions and the dreams, Lord God, that she hasn't even thought about, Lord God. Lord, may her reach be global, Lord God. May it be worldwide, Lord God. May the things that you give her, Father God, will will reach so many, Lord God, more than she can even think or imagine, Lord God. So God, we thank you. Everything she's connected to, Lord God, everything, Father God, for generations to come, Lord God, may the legacy be so great. May it be so great, Lord God, for all that you have in store for her. So God, I thank you. And if this podcast, I always say, if it just reaches one, Lord God, if it sets one free, Lord God, then I know that one is connected to 101, Lord God. And then that 101 is connected to 1001, Lord God. So the word will go out. It will go forth. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 So oh. go ahead, sis. Whatever wow. you want. That was dope. Like that, that that was a dope prayer. I ain't even gonna hold you. That was yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, so I am the stuttering diva. I am the CEO and founder of the I am collection LLC, which is a crochet couture line specializing in upcycling, but centered around the beauty behind mental health. Mental health has such a negative stigma. Um, it's so many, many negative stereotypes around it. And I was led to show the world what, can come from it if you allow someone to be and just sit and really get to know someone and understand someone. And I found that outlet, I found that voice through crocheting and my crochet art and the way I see things and view things. Um, if my art touches one person or makes one person smile or give them that satisfaction that they need that I know that I did something right. Um, I know that I'm on the right path. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much, I've been doing it for 14 years now. 
Whoa. been in the game for going on the three. So, yeah. So th this is not an overnight, uh, overnight feat. This is a ten thousand hours plus put Come into on, Come making on this happen. Like we don't do microwave blessings over here. We do three sixty five free heated blessings, and that that's why. My name will forever be the stuttering diva because we don't do my, my microwave conversations. You gotta let my stuff marinate and sit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was I was on mute, but I had to unmute that thing. She what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I love it. If That's you it. want that microwave stuff, you better go to somebody else. You better go go, go to Shein and Amazon Fashion and all other people. And get, get, and get your microwave on. If you want them lasting pieces that gonna last you forever, so you can pass down to, to, to your grandkids and them. Yeah, come on, come on in the room. Come on in the room. Come on <laughs> in the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you went to a black Baptist church. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, y'all, I love oh, already. Let me tell you something. And I've only, so let me, let me, let me, before I even give you the title of what God gave me on my heart for you, sis, um, mm -hmm. let me tell the audience how I met this young lady. So listen, y'all, telling you connections and just being in spaces and places and walk to what God is showing you. Mm -hmm. So I met this young lady at Y'all Production. Actually, my girlfriend, Luana, my sister friend, was um, debuting her shoe line at the fashion show. And the Stuttering Diva was one of the designers as well that was in the building. And when her things hit the stage, my God, I was like, whoa, who is this? And who is this person sending down these amazing, listen, I never learned how to crochet. It's so funny. My mom tried to teach me, sis. I just, I could never learn. My mom is left-handed. I'm right-handed. So mm. it's always difficult for her. Or for me, let me say, hey, it wasn't difficult for her, okay? Right. She knew what she was doing. It was difficult for me because crochet is really big in my family, too. My aunt um, Rose actually taught, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone how to crochet. She taught my mom. She taught every time a baby was born, my auntie, you know, did a blanket. You know, yep. I still have blankets. And so that's part of, you know, the black culture, right? That, that right. crochet, oh, that baby going to get that blanket, you mm -hmm. know? And so um, crochet is big. Actually, my niece, shout out to her. She has a business, Double Crochet, um, as well. But anyway, y'all, this is where I met this young lady. And after the show, she was so bombarded with people. And this is when I got to see her heart because sis was crying. She was praising. She was shouting. She she was so emotional, y'all. And it was such a true praise and worship and glorifying God because she couldn't. I, I don't know. I don't know what she was feeling, but I was feeling her heart. I, it was like she just didn't believe it. And then she shared with me 
that she had just lost her job, that she had gotten fired, the same thing she shared earlier. And I was like, do you know? I told her these exact words and I don't know if she remembered that. I said, baby, they did you a favor. I said, because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, had you been there, would she just say, y'all, she was tiptoeing and playing around this thing? And God said, you don't even know what you got. And so, listen, sometimes, y'all, when we get fired, don't, don't listen. It's a blessing. I said, girl, they did you a favor because I knew had she been at that job and stayed there, mm, 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 the world would have missed out on what. God has in store for this young lady because her hands is her anointing. And um, but yeah, I, I just felt her heart. And that's what I said. Oh, yeah, I got to get you on my podcast because <laughs> I got to interview you. It, it, it's something more to this story. And I just I just felt her heart. I love hearts. I love a pure heart that's just after God's heart. And I and I felt it in that moment that you Mm, yeah, so that's how I met her, and so now we are here. And as I was looking at your um, your stuff, and just looking, and like, okay, God, where you want me to go with this? What do you want me to talk to um, the stuttering diva about? I was looking, what caught my attention? I was on your Instagram, and I saw your um, New York Fashion Week. Y'all, just she was in New York Fashion Week. What? I the New York Fashion Week, and I have always wanted to go to New York. I'm gonna get there one day. But I saw your, <laughs> I saw yeah. your New York Fashion Week, and when your eye collection came out, E Y E, her eye collection came out, y'all. And I was look, I was in the bed looking at this. I was in the bed. I had to wind up. I grabbed my phone and started typing stuff because I was in the bed. And the first thing that came to mind was. I and it said, but I, I was looking at I in different ways, like I, you, the the person I, but then the I collection, and so I heard everything you embody, and so that is what that I collection that's what jumped out at me. Everything that you embody, and so today. That's what we're going to talk about. I want to talk about everything that you embody as the stuttering diva, everything that you embody as who you are, this journey, everything. And, and I thought I wrote down the, um, the definition, but I'm going to look it up for embody. But as I'm doing that, I want you, I want, what does the eye collection represent so that's 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 what i want to talk about first what does that eye collection represent to you my sister okay so the i am collection is exactly that it's i am what you see so i tell people all the time to do them and be them always because you never know who's out there that that needs to see you be your authentic selves you can never know who you're going to touch. You never know who you're going to reach just by being authentically you. So with the I am collection, it's kind of given that definition to the phrase, you your, 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 your clothes speak before you do. 
or your outfit tells a little, little bit about you before you even open your mouth. And so I'm like, okay, well, I am bold. I am daring. I am a rebel. I am, I, I am sophisticated with the edge. I'm a fighter. I am a survivor. So what does that look, look like in clothing? And most times I just sit, sit and I let the colors come to me. So I, I don't sketch. I don't draw. I don't use a pattern. I really f feed off of energy and emotion. And so sometimes that's a lot. It's a, it's a whole lot. Like, it's like I go back and I always go back to, to, to this particular time when we were in the pandemic and we were on lockdown, but not only were we in lockdown, that's when the George Floyds and the Breonna Taylors and the, and the protests and, and we, and you, and you turn on the news and that there's that, but then there's a death count of how many people are dying in a day. And we've never gotten a death count. Now that we're not in a house anymore, we don't even hear about how many people have are dying from, from the, the, this thing. And I'm sure that there are some that are still dying, but we, we don't hear about it anymore. But at that time, it was so much going on. And I had all these colors and emotions going on within me that I had to take a break and just sit in it because there was colors everywhere. And I designed and I created off of that. But, but then there's the, okay, now I'm in a good, good, good mood. Now I'm full of a certain way. Let's talk, let's chat. And then I feed off for that. So what people don't know is that me being around you give me color ideas and give me color palettes. Me being out in the world give me color ideas and give me color palettes. I am the definition of mental health. I battle with so severe PTSD, anxiety, bipolar depression, and the dissociative identity disorder on a day-to-day -day basis. When I was on medication, nothing was working for me. It wasn't. It was, and when, and we are still in an era where they don't know how to medicate black people. Let's just be, be real. They don't know how to pro properly diagnose and me 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 medicate black people. If I'm battling with bipolar depression, which is already a drainer, a gas guzzler, which already makes me want to go to sleep, which already makes me not want to be around people, why are you giving me a medication that, that says we will cause severe drowsiness? What the heck do I need that for? I need the opposite of that. Like, I need something that's going to make me want to be around people. So I will take it and then I will get extra sleepy and extra irritable and just not want to do, do, do any, anything. That, 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 that one went for all, all my other diagnosis. So I'm like, all right, cool. At the age of 18, when I was old enough to really just say, forget everybody and take care of, and start taking care of me, I took my off of medication 
and everyone told me not to. The, the doctor even wrote me a letter to, to go get on SSI, which is that check that you get once a month, and you just stay in the house all day, and that's it. And so I'm like, I, I, I don't need that. I actually need to be around people and like to be around people. I just need to learn and find a way to do it to where it's comfortable for me. And my doc, my the therapist at the time and my psychiatrist at the time was like, you don't need that. We're going, we, 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 we're going to find you something. Because they, they, their thing was once we get your anxiety under control, everything else will kind of like fall into place. And it won't be perfect, but it will at least like fall somewhat, no, 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 somewhat normal. So I was like, okay, so we tried. Now, my mind, you, I, I was already writing poetry. I was already, you know, doing abstract painting. I was already doing that. But once I had to not do that anymore, once I couldn't write, once I couldn't throw paint on canvas, what else was there to where it could, like, calm me down? And so we, we tried the just spinners and the miniature Rubik's cubes and the stress balls. But see, I'm bad with stuff like that. I change bags a lot. So it would either get left in the bag or get left somewhere or it would get lost. Like it was terrible. So I will never forget the day where I was going to this poetry spot where they, there was this host, young black guy grown adult male but when he sat on the floor with his yarn at his feet i felt the innocence of a child and the peace of a child now mind you it was a lot going on around him but in that space it was innocence and he was still alert and he was still attentive and he was but it, he, he he just was in a whole di different space. And I was like, I want that. I dealt with abusive parents all my life, an abusive household all my life. I, I want that. I want that peace that he, he has. So I went, I spent my last little bit of money. I went to Michael's. At the time, the, the only Michael's that we, we had was in Maryland. Mind you, I, I don't drive. And the train ride there was like oh, oh, almost two, two hours. It was a train and a bus. And so I was like, but I'm going to get this piece. I'm going to pay for my piece. And I got home and I tried to learn it off of YouTube. And that, that, that didn't work. Actually, if I'm being honest, that little white little lady on YouTube made me not want to learn it ever again. Like she was so, it was like, I'm not, I'm not, I took, I took my hook and my needle. I put it in the closet. I said, I ain't doing this no more. Um, we, 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 we not, we, we not. She made me quit before I even started. I said, well, that was, that was money wasted. We ain't doing this no more. So, so something kept saying, take it with you. Wherever you go, and you know this young man is going to be there, take it with you. And I'm like, but I don't know nothing. I ain't, I don't know, 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 know stitches. I don't know nothing. And 
a part of me wanted me to a part of me wanted to ask him to help teach me young young black guy but god said no no i said but i need help like what you mean no and so i i i, I never got the language to, to ask him to teach me what, what, what i did was i sat in the back of the room and i just stared at his hands and every time I went, I just stared at his hands. I, I, I never knew what the stitch was, what was called. I never knew what he was doing. And he never stopped. So he was going like fast. Because he was doing it for a while. So he was just going. But my eyes went to his hands. And that's how I learned. My God. Ask me if I know a Ask me if I know, know a, a stitch today. I couldn't tell you what I do. But, but I do it. I couldn't tell you double crochet, triple crochet. And I learned like certain stuff after a while of, of doing it. But I couldn't tell you. And when someone says a name, I say, and they, they were like, Shay, you do the, the, the stitch all the time. Diva, you do the stitch all the time. And, I, and I'm like, Diva don't do that stitch. Like, yes, you do. And then I do it like that. that, that, that that's what that stitch, that, that's what that stitch is called. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I just do art. I just let my 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 experience in life come together and create an abstract rebel art. Y'all, girl, you about? To... <laughs> I hope y'all caught that. I I mean, I hope somebody in the back, like they said. Somebody in the back just caught what she said. <clears throat> My God, today she said, "I don't even still to this day know the name of girl." You've been setting folk free since you listen. But sometimes you don't need to know. Just, Woo! just do it. Like people are so consumed on knowing stuff or knowing what's next or being in the know with everything, and it stresses you 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 out. And now you're stressed because you don't know, and things aren't going to plan, and 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 you don't know what you're doing, and X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, you sometimes don't need to know. So sometimes it sometimes it is okay not to shoot. Um, sometimes it's okay not to know and have things all figured out because you're not supposed to. And we need to be okay with for, from this moment forward going with the f flow. It'll save you a whole lot of stress. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you listen, thank you for that because but I want to say this to that because this is what I just heard, right? That space right there that you just talked about. That's being in a whole nother vein that um, you have to have a connection with God to be right there. And I ain't calling nobody out. I'm just, this the God's honest truth because uh, mm -hmm. what does he say? Cast all your cares onto me and I will give you peace and rest beyond. And so 
Yes, we, you know, you, you all, but that's the world's way, right? Plan. And if you don't plan, you plan to fail. And I'm not talking, I I get it. I understand. I, I get that. I do. I understand. But with this young lady, this stuttering diva right here is sharing is something on a whole nother level. When they say I'm different, be different. That's about being different right there because that's about trusting and leaning in so hard on what God has already whispered in your ear and told you. And it's about stretching that thing. Woo, that thing is about in the stretch. I talk about that all the time. And so when you are in that stretch so deep and that thing hurt, but you still stretching and you still stretching because you trust them beyond anything that it, it don't even matter. And so that's what I was hearing. Like you, yeah, she different. She different y'all. She different. Like what I do and who I am is not built for everybody. And I wouldn't wish what I went through on anybody. But, but I know that there are that there are some people, especially African Americans, that are going through what, what I've been through because we've been taught that way. We've been taught, and it's, excuse my French, we've been taught half-ass Bible verses just for the other person to to, to get their point across. <laughs> Come on in here, sis. So we've been taught spread the rods for the child. Okay, but what's after that? And what's before that? Because there's also a reverse in there that, that says parents should not entice or hook the, the bear with their children. I don't know the, the full wording of that, but there's also a reverse like that. that there's also a, a, a reverse of parents shouldn't do X, Y, and Z to kids. But we don't never hear, hear those verses. It's respect the parent. The, that, that, that thou should say respect thy mother and thy father and all the days we will belong. But uh, what, what about don't respect a person? Because a kid is still a person. And the kid didn't ask to be here. But y'all, y'all don't care about none of that. It's only protect the parent and live for the parent you gotta take care take care of the parent and excellent mm-hmm. sure but until you do right by me your child that you birth you ain't gonna get nowhere neither because parents don't realize that at some point you you're going to get old and you're going to need me more than I need y'all. So wow. Mm, 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 mm. My good. And th- that's what really made me go in deeper with this whole crochet thing. Because when I started, I I'm gonna keep it all the way real with you. When I started I had every thought, every single thought, and a thought and a plan on how to destroy my mother because she was destroying me. me. Mm. And I 
and I had it calculated so to the point where I was on suicide watch a couple times in my life because I was like, it's either I'm going to take myself out because if she's taking me out, we're going to just be scrapping. Or I'm going to end up doing something that's going to really devour her because it was just in me. So when I say I crochet so I don't kill people, that's mm. not a lie. Jesus. That's, that is, God is saving you when my hands are moving because I need to be here to, 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 to tell this story. And karma is real and you're going to get yours. Trust and believe you're going to get yours. But once my hands are moving and once I'm in this space to create, watch yourself. Because it's, 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 it, it could be a good conversation or if you keep poking the bear, it could, if I stop crocheting, it could be a bad one. Mm. So God has saved a lot of people. God knew what he, he was doing. And I didn't find the God traditionally. I knew how to church. I went to church every Sunday, twice on second Sunday. I, I, I was in every single thing that the church had to, to, to offer. Dance, usher board, um, step team, choir. I was in everything. I knew how to church. My mother knew how to pray you down to the moon and back we only l l l l listen to gospel music for a long period of time which as a child kind of we weirded me out because my mother was a narcissist like she was a narcissistic guest like that but she knew how to pray you out your sleep and do all the things that needed to be done to teach you how to church but then when you get inside the church and and when your parents work for the church, so your stepdad is a is on the security team, and your mom works with the pastors, so you're in church all the time, and so you know how to church, you know how to shout, you know how to be church. But I never felt church outside of those walls. So I'm like, why am I not fulfilling it outside of here? Why is it that once I get inside the world. I don't feel that same thing. My mom is kind of wishy-washy. Like I, I don't feel that same sense of church. And once I turned 21 and I really stopped myself from going because I, really, I, I wasn't fulfilling it. I, I didn't got sexually abused in the church. I didn't, uh, I didn't went through all types of hell in the in the church but, but you go to church you are supposed to go to church every sunday and if you 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 don't you're a you're a heathen and you're not about that life and god is not gonna bless you and this and the third and you and you gotta pay your tithes and offering and do all do all that but most of the time you paying for for, for stuff you paying them tithes and offering, and the, the church is still looking like it did back in 1982. Y'all ain't fixed nothing, nothing. The money ain't going nowhere. Like it's just 
ridiculous. It wasn't until I really sat with myself and was like, okay, God, what do you want my relationship with you to be? I found him in Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar had this song called DNA. And the chorus is, I got loyalty and royalty inside my DNA. And then there was a scripture that God gave me that goes with that. And then it was comments a song. There is a light that shines special for you and me. And I'm like, okay. All right. And then God was like, I never wanted you to, to, to stress in life. I wanted you to live life like it's golden. And then Joe Scott's song came on right after he said that. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Because I had lost all faith in God because I was going through so much stuff. And I'm like, okay, God, you you wouldn't allow me to go through all this if you was real. Like, why are you allowing me to get abused? Why are you allowing me to get sexually assaulted? Why are you allowing all these things that happen to me if you are who you say you are? And so, man, him stopped talking. Man, God stopped talking for, for, for a minute. And then... Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown song, No Air, just came on, on my Spotify playlist because I love that song. And it had a totally different meaning. And I was like, God, you, you got it. We good. He <laughs> was like, you always knew that my relationship with you was outside of the four walls of, of the church. You 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 always you always knew that my took my take on religion was like Kurt Franklin's, and I wasn't allowed to li- li- listen to him sometimes because I felt too too connected with Kirk, and Kirk was more of the gospel R and B guy. Like Kirk spoke that everybody, and that was me. So I was like, yeah, when I think about the good, like I was in it, and I was like, no, no. And I was like, what? Like, it's the gospel, though. <laughs> right? And she's like, no. And so I'm like, when I sat and found God for myself and really start to hear God for, 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 for myself, it didn't ha- happen till I listened to Kendrick Lamar. And I was like, okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Y'all, did y- I know she said a mouthful, but baby, I was over here taking notes, okay? I want to go back to something you said a while ago. You said, she said, I took my last, my last, and mm-hmm. said, I'm going to pay for my peace. I'm going to pay for my peace. Like, y'all, listen. When you struggling and you, she said, I'm going to pay for my peace. She said, I just went and watched and sat in the back and just watched his hands and my eyes. 
was just glued to what he was doing. If that, and then you learn how to do it from just watching, never even speaking to, but just y'all, we got to look, I always say be woke to what God is doing. We never know what he's maneuvering in the background. Uh We never know where we're, we just don't know in the way that he just connects things and is so detailed and so intricate in what he does. That's why I don't know how people, It you can't say that it's not a God. Like, I mean, what were the chances she going to do poetry and hear poetry and somebody in there doing crochet? Come on now. Like, I mean, <laughs> my like God. Yeah. Like, like, okay. What? And then now, mind you, I, and I love it's that a it guy. Yeah. It's a whole man. And I'm like, Okay, so of course, because I'm still like 18, 19, my mind went to, he's gay. Like, mm. my mind went straight to, he, he gotta be gay. Because what straight man is going sit, to sit up here and crochet, but he had more girls than Prince. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Uh, okay, uh, all right. And then once I got past that part, I was like, I always liked fashion. I just didn't like the basicness of fashion. Mm. We, like, I was the, the kid in school that got teased a lot for everything. My gap, my dark, my dark skin, my hair texture, I got for a lot of stuff. But it wasn't until I I put on some clothes that people were like, "Shoot, she she she, she may be ugly, but she could dress, or she she she, she, she may be X Y and Z, but she puts on when she puts on." I'm like, yeah, like don't tell me. So then I started styling people. Mm. So I was, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to be a stylist. I'm going to find a way to manipulate clothes in a way that even if both of y'all pay for the same thing, it won't look the same on each person. And so after a while, though, that kind of became hard to do because it's only so much you could do to rework a T-shirt or to like restyle a T-shirt or, you know, a button up or a suit. Like there's only so much that you could do to like, play with it and maneuver and, and maneuver it. So I was like, uh, okay. So I started off taking sewing classes and I hated it. I loved it, but I hated it at the same time because it was the most non-peaceful thing in the world. First of all, the, the machine makes noise. Then if something breaks, that makes noise too. So, so you're irritated. Then you got to spend more money trying to get the machine f- f- fixed. So the piece that I was trying to find, I didn't find it in that. I'm like, no. That wasn't my mental. Not at all. <laughs> not, not. Ooh, um, 
And now, when I, even when I hear a, a machine go off now, it does something to me. It's like, why do a guy make so much that go noise? Like, why can't it be like a peaceful thing? But that's some people peace. It's just not in my mind. So for me, it sounds like a machine gun going off. Like, this, 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 like I'm, I'm not about that. I'm not about that. Like, I'm from the hood. I've heard too many, many, many gunshots. I don't need nothing that resembles gunshots in my life right now. I just don't. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, so then it was uh, all right. Uh, okay. Let's crochet. And so at first, I just started off with yarn. I said, it's different, it's fun. You, you, you become a musician. So now it's like you're, you're taking a piece of string, like literally a piece of string, and you're turn, turn, turning it into something magical, like whether it's a hat or a scarf or, you know, a top. But it's that string, no one would ever think that it's going to turn into something over the top. It's like, all right, cool. And then it was, okay, but that's still too basic for you. How else can we elevate this? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing with this string, God. Like, you going to tell me to elevate something when I don't even know what I'm doing? Like, let's, let's learn what I'm doing first. Like, teach me what I'm doing before we start to elevate stuff. Come on, so, this. You breaking somebody free. Y'all better so, catch this. Go ahead. Ooh. So then I'm like, okay. So then we moved into manipulating clothes. So we take like, taking like t-shirts and, and sweatshirts and you know, little things and like start manipulating those. I'm like, well, which wasn't so far out of my realm because I would do that with like my t-shirts and stuff. Anyway, so I was like, cut up jeans, it's like jeans skirts, like cut up t-shirts, make them to the house. So I was already do do doing it, just now with yarn. So then I'm like, okay, how can we use this to bring people together, though? Because the world is still divided, and I always wanted something that will bring people to get together. So I'm like, the two things that we will forever be in is a f fight. Whether it's a fight with, with yourselves, which is whether it's the war, the military, whether it's whatever. We're, we're always in combat for something. And so my thing was, Fatigue, uh, army fatigue. That is the one. The military is the one place where you could be Asian, black, white, gay, uh, other, and everyone has to fight for each other. Because if you don't, if you don't leave your ego at the door and check your ego at the door, someone's going to die. And it might be you or somebody else, but someone's going to die. So you have to check your e e ego at the door so everyone could try to come home safely. Cool. 
So that, that that's where if you look at any, any of my pieces, most of them have fatigue in them because of that very reason. So, so I'm like, okay, but it's something else. Not everyone wears fatigue. Not everyone wants to think about fighting all the time or says or surviving every, all the time. Even though it's something that we do, well, what else is there? And no matter if you're racist, if you ain't, if you whatever you, you want to be, we all wear blue jeans. Denim is in everyone's closet. Denim is the one thing that everyone wears that no one can deny. And so, so I'm like, huh. The, the denim. So if you also see in all my pieces, you, you, you might catch a hit of denim because my thing is, you, you might not like me or you might not like the way I look, but you still wear wearing what I'm wearing though. We're still connected in that. We still are rooted in that. So let's be let's stay rooted in that, but build from that and be rooted in other things. I feel like, and someone might just they think I'm crazy, but but I've been told that I am, so it's okay. I I don't believe that racist people are racist. I think racist people have been taught that they are superior and they haven't found someone to tell, to tell them that they're not. So because they haven't found someone that's not, that's, that's not going to back down from, from them, I'm like, y'all ain't racist, y'all, y'all just misunderstood. Because you you might be racist, but I still saw you at the food stamp office the other day. You might be racist, but your, your lights still might still might end up being cut off you you might be racist but we still have the same like struggles and your and your struggles ain't no different than mine so you ain't racist for real you just misunderstood and so someone taught you that the that the only way that someone is going to understand you is if you think that you're superior and that you're bigger than what you you, you are, and then you got a little old me that that's like you you really really ain't like you 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 really ain't about that life for real. And people have really looked at me like. Did she just say that to them? Yeah, I did. Could they kill me? Probably. Could they hang me? Probably. But do I care? No. Because it still needs to be said. No one... The world is filled with misunderstandings. And because no no one wants to deal with those misunderstandings, they give these titles and these labels of races or or superior or something along the, 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 those lines to, to, to make people, people, people to make people people feel like that they're more than what they are but, but baby you really not like we, we all are about that life we all are misunderstood as something. We all have those moments of being bullies, 
and thinking that that someone is underneath us. And again, it's that struggle that we all have in common. So again, what makes your commonality that different than mine? What, what makes your story different from mine? Because of my skin color? Yeah, so you're not really mad at me as a person. You get mad that God blessed me to be chocolate as hell. And you can't be that chocolate. So you're trying to kill off this chocolate. But you need this chocolate. Because without this chocolate, what world would you live in? What would you have to be racist about? Mm. It's just a misunderstanding. Woo! <laughs> out. She said this her first podcast, y'all. I don't even. I ain't even had to say nothing. She just is flowing out of you like like water queen. I mean. Diva, listen. I hope that you. I hope that this will not be your last podcast. That's what I know. <laughs> and um, I promise you, y'all. She didn't drop so much. I was over here trying to take notes and just thank God it's recorded. It's recorded. Amen. Because <laughs> I was like. I'm just going to sit back and listen because I didn't even have to ask any questions. Listen, God, I told y'all I was going to let God have his way because my sister then um, exposed some things today. She has got set free from some mm -hmm. things today. Mm -hmm. She has dropped some nuggets today. She has set somebody else free today she has helped somebody understand why they're misunderstood today like girl you <laughs> my god that's all i can say because i'm just like this thing right here is so i'm so excited i don't even have no i i'm very rarely um <laughs> You and I lost for words when I'm on me. my podcast. I'm, I'm very yeah. I'm at a loss for words. Like you didn't. This, 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 this got to be epic right here. I, I better. <laughs> because you found me when I was still trying to find myself. You mm. found me when I was still trying to get my mother to to, to understand me and to be, be in the room with them and my family and re and re can do, do that because they were my biggest abusers like when they say do as i say not as i do that's a lie that's a myth and if, if it's the last thing i say on here parents stop telling your kids that because your, your actions speak louder than your words could ever could and if you're saying do as I say, not as I do, kids are more visual than verbal. So they are going to do what you do and mock you way better than you mocked yourself. So if you're talking down on them, if you're if you're if you're being mean to them, if you're calling them stupid or dumb or 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 putting your hands on them for, 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 for whatever reason and taking them overboard. 
they are going to see that ass. Okay, I didn't do what my mama asked me to do, or I didn't do what my daddy or my grandparent asked me to do, or whatever my guardian is asked me to do. So they put their hands on me so I could get them, so, so they so they could get me to, to do what they needed me to do. So because they didn't get their way, they put their hands on me and bullied me into giving them what they wanted. So they take that and they go out into the world and they use that same mentality. Okay, I want something. You ain't give me what I want. So I'm gonna put, put my hands on you to give me what, 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 what I want. Or I'm going to shoot you too dead to get what I want from you because you told me, me, me no. It's the same thing, mm -hmm. the same mentality. So did they learn from, from in the house what they end up doing out there? And then you want to you you want to yell and and scream. I don't know where they got that from. I don't we, we don't do that in my house, or that's not how I raised them. Uh, it it kind of was. Mm. It it it, it kind of had that same that same. It kind of had that same effect. So with that being said, um, if I don't say nothing else for my parents, especially my African American parents, because it's that thing that that that, that that's been passed down of spare the rod, spoil the child. Dot dot dot. It's something that comes after that. But, but, but you're not teaching them anything. And you're not teaching them how to really go about things and to, to, to use the, their language because you're not emotionally intelligent enough and don't have the emotional intelligence to, 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 to teach them any other way but to put their hands on somebody to, 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 to get what they want. So if I don't say nothing else, I just want, want the kids that are coming up under them me and the parents that, that, that are raising them to know that that's not how, how, how you do things. And it's time for us to change that so we can, we can start changing the, the, that, that dynamic in the black community. And actually, that's what my, my show in May is all about, is me showing my life and my story through clothing and poetry to your music. And maybe it, it will help changed or start to have changed the dialogue and to, to start the, the dialogue so we can start mm -hmm. fixing the, that narrative in the black community. I love it. I love yep. it. I don't, I, don't even have, I, I, love I love it. I don't even have any other <laughs> I, I, I she didn't oh. answer that. I, I only had one other I, you, you, you didn't answer it. everything. No, I'm, I'm getting there. Trust mm -hmm. I'm sorry to leave you speechless on your podcast. I know that normally this is not how, how it goes. So I really apologize for like no, leaving the whole speechless. <laughs> don't, 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 don't apologize. Do not apologize. When I tell you it was just the, um, it, it was God. I mean, it's nothing else that I can say. And I just hope that people really that this hits their inner ear. I always say that, like, I pray that this hits that inner ear and that the people that need to hear it, the parent, listen, you stepped on my toes a little bit over here talking about the parenting. And I've been praying recently about my mouth and just how I, um, 
what I say. And I know a lot of people thought, you know, think that is, you know, about, oh, that I want to stop cussing. I mean, that's a little bit of it, but it's not even that. Like, it's about your words and what you, because I can cuss you without even saying a cuss word. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can cuss my child. I can cuss my husband. Mm -hmm. I can cuss my friends with just and cut them so deep with words that are not even considered you know in quotation cuss words you know what I mean and so thank you sis because this was like right in the vein and so I thank you because it's like we never hear from as a parent right sometimes it's good to hear other children's perspective of how they grew up and what the kids are receiving from their parents, right? Because we all know that, as you said, there's tension when you're, when you have those, sometimes it's tension when you start communicating with mother and daughter, father and son, mother and son, you know, father and daughter, because sometimes people, they stop listening, they stop whatever, you know, they tuning people out because, First of all, we're very terrible listeners as people, right? And so listening is listening and hearing is an art, something that you have to learn to do diligently, right? Because as humans, we're already that's why I put myself on mute because I was like, I she need to she need to vomit some of this stuff out. And like I'm gonna let her get this stuff out because we're already formulating what we're going to say next when people are talking. And that is very heightened even more when you're in an argument, right? Because now mm-hmm. you're angry, upset, your mind, like, uh, no, they didn't just say that. And like, and you are, it's all about you, right? But you're not really listening and hearing what the other person is saying. And so I thank you because where I am right now in this season, like, that definitely, some of those things definitely hit me in my inner ear. And I definitely grew up in a time, because I know I'm much older than you. I grew up in a time where um, that was the, that was the vein too. Like, you know, you don't, don't do as I do, just do as I say, you know? And so we have to be able, and we have to be open and acceptable to change things if we want, right? Because, we just have to. And so I thank you. Like, I thank you for sharing your heart. I thank you for um, everything that you shared. I thank you for your journey. Like, I thank God for everything that you've gone through, good, bad, or indifferent, right? Because it, it has made you who you are today and it will not stop you. It will not deter you. It will not keep you from reaching what he has for you. And I, I want you to know that you are different, right? And it's okay. Like I, I love when I'm when people. I am different. I am, and I'm okay with it, right? And so we have to learn to embrace that. And I love that because y'all, I'm telling you, and just in the short period of time from when I met Stuttering Diva to right now, I can see the change, y'all. Because like she said, and I didn't even talk to her that long. But she's a completely different person from that young lady that I met that was running up and down that hall. Y'all, she was literally running. I am not joking. She was running up and down the hallway. I would get everything done. Yes. After the show, she was praising and thanking God so hard. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get her on my podcast. I said, because there is something in this young lady 
if we could, and I will never forget that. I will never forget that about you. I will never forget that day. I will never, and my memory is bad, but I promise you the way you were praising and worshiping our father, I will never forget What you don't know is I pray to God and I I said, God, if this is going to be my and all be all this is going to be my breadwinner this is going to be my my thing give me a sign because hmm. now we're just not like just give, give me a, a a sign and i kind of had one a small one on the 25th of november when i did my first like small business saturday pop-up pop shop event as i said Okay, but I said, but that wasn't. I said, I, when you are your own boss and when you're doing this for for real, that those things are kind of like a hit and miss. So you could do well and then you don't do well and then you could do whatever and you know. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I said, I just need a, a doable sign. Mama, do I don't drive, so getting from my house to there, I took a Uber. To, from DC to, 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 to White Marsh, Baltimore, wow. I took a Uber. Got there, set up. Not only was I setting up, I was also getting the models just in the back. Mind you, I'm a one-woman team. So there's models in the back that I needed to dress. I still had to set, set up my t- t- table out front. And I still, still got to get myself to, to, to get to at least look like this is what I do for a living. <laughs> so it's like, you got all these different compartments. So I'm like, all right, cool. So when I got the flood of people at the end of the show, it was. God said, is this a big enough sign for you? Mm. And I was like, yeah. And then came after that, I couldn't crochet for for, for like six weeks. So I thought I was done. I bruised my wrist. Hmm. Because I was crocheting so much over the year and and I wasn't really taking care of myself. I did like seven fashion shows four pop-up shops, like six pop-up shops. And I was just, I think I think I overworked it without knowing, but, but, but because of the adrenaline, I was just going. Mm. And at the, at the end of it, y'all production was actually my last show of the year. And I went right after that to start crocheting again, and I couldn't. My wrist was locked. So I told, almost like, when you would try to start a car and the, the, the car won't start. And I'm like, mm. okay, but I need the, the, the car to start because I was supposed to, I, I was supposed to be in New York in February for, for, for fashion week. It was already planned. It was already like determined. Like, like I need to f- f- finish this collection so I can be ready for fashion week in September, but it just wouldn't go. And I went to the doctor and they said, look, you can either press the issue and then you'll be out of the, the, the game for forever. Jesus. 
or you can or you or you or you can rest it and then you you're still in it and i'm like so in my head i'm like all right i'm gonna press the issue because i still gotta go to new york and god was like are you serious i said we just paid that be in New York to go do New York. Yeah, I'm serious. We pressed in this issue. And so God was like, just ask for a refund. I said, God, you already know they don't do re refunds. Once you give them that they, 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 they money, they, they don't do re refunds. She, he, he said, ask for a refund. So, so I asked, they gave me one. My God. And then he was like, sit here. I said, and do what? Mm. Like, well, what am I doing? Imagine someone that loves not even allowed to. Okay. Mind you, back to, to do a really dope show in, in, in New York in September of this year. So it was already things in the world works, but I was just looking, looking at the, at the now, at the here, at, at what's, what's, what I, I already playing. And so I was like, okay, so we're not doing this. Baltimore, when they first started there, I said, oh, I'm going to do this. It's so dope. It's so elegant that they have themes. I'm like, oh, it's going to be dope. So as I'm sitting in here, depressed, because I can't pick up a new, hook uh, 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 some yarn. They was doing this, like, reveal, reveal party. And, it's, and, and it was an invite only situation and i said okay so they had a few spots open for some new people to be in their network so when they posted it on instagram it was so many people that that said me i want to do it let me do it like blah blah, blah. I, I saw it literally two hours after they already posted it so my thing was that spot is already filled because I'm late. I'm to, in, in, in my head. I'm late to the game. So so so, so you just said say me. So I said me, and I got in, and, and I was like, so I'm sitting. I'm sitting here. Balling my eyes out, cause mind you, I'm the last one to say me. Like the, like I'm. I got in. I said, all right, cool. Get there, meet people in the network. Got the thing, and mind you, they don't make their selections until June. But God was having everyone around me tell me that I already got it before they even made their selections. So I had models coming up to me saying that, that, that they wanted to walk for, for, for me. 
I had people on their like board and like on their panel that picked the designers that was like, um, I'm asking questions like, um, when do, do y'all pick people? Like, how long is the process? Because I know that it takes me a while to, to make stuff because I do everything by, by hand. So they were like, oh, how long does it take for you to to to, to, to do what you what you do? Not knowing that that was her saying, you're in. We just need to know what your time like what your time limit is. So it, it was the official unofficial you're in type thing. And so I'm like, like, like like for this type of event, like four months, kind of need to make sure it's you know the way I want want it, and the art is there. It's like, yeah. So you 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 have enough t- time. I said, oh okay. And then me and God was sit, 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 sitting in here. He was like, no, you're gonna start your, your collection in a- April. And I said, but God, we, we don't even know if I'm like officially in the door. He said, I'm telling you that you're going to start on your collection in April. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I don't know if you need, need to hear this or someone out there in the interwebs need to hear this, but sometimes you, you don't need an official invitation. Sometimes you already got, got, got the invitation and you just need, need to go off of that. Stop waiting for people to give you an invitation that you already got. You got it. You you know you got it. Now go, go, go off that. And with that, that's how you you be dope every day, all day. And that you do you and be you always because you're authentically working in your purpose. I'm done. I'm just, yeah, like, like, I'm done. just drop the mic. Boo. Like, 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 I'm like, like, we don't need real invitations. Like, the God would be like, you, the God will tell you that you're in without them giving you the official invitation. But we have to listen to the cues. And once you start listening to the cues, you, 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 you will be less stressed. You'll work in the spirit of being less less stressed, and everything will go the way it's supposed to go because you are now living in your true authentic selves because you are listening and understanding to what you're supposed to be listening to. My God. So that's the it. The father, the voice of the father. She said, "That's yeah. it." That's, that's, <laughs> but that's my that's my sermon for today. <laughs> first first hood chronicles one and one <laughs> first hood chronicles well you heard it here first on praying and freaking with your girl georgia aka mm-hmm. and listen mm-hmm. i i told you i uh, you, you got me stuttering over here <laughs> The stuttering diva got the the preaker stuttering. My good, she got. I mean, I just started stuttering. I oh Lord, have mercy, man. 
Ali, I, listen, tell them about your show. Tell look, she over here dancing. Tell, tell them what you got coming up. Oh, since. the, the I, best show. Okay, I, so I, I, so um mm, mm, mm. so if you are in the Washington DC Baltimore area on maybe eleventh, I am hosting my first solo show, which is called a the different kind of art show presents Hood Chronicles, which is a story about a young girl who's dealt with the, the being that the diagnosed, misdiagnosed trauma, abuse, and everything in between that made her who she is today. You will see that story within the fashion that's going down the runway, within within the within the poetry that will be spoken and within the song selections that are chosen. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a dope time. I hope that this starts the, the conversation of why the Black and African American co community is the way that we are and how we can start to learn those teachings and those and those the dialogues because they're not working and it's time and maybe if you you, you see it with art and with fun and with love the message will come through a little bit differently so that's what i wish to convey so i hope that that you guys come um the information if you want to buy tickets it's on eventbrite.com slash uh, the different kind of art show presents her chronicles and if you go to my instagram page t-h-e underscore e-y-e underscore a-m underscore collection the link to, to the tickets are in my bio and the fire is also in my bio as well so yeah listen i it's so funny because when I reached out to her and she told me about the, um, or I think she reached out to me and I said, I got to get you on the podcast. And she was like, I was reaching out to you to invite you to my show. Uh -huh. I, I don't know where I, I got to look at my schedule because I am going to do everything. I mean, that May is my anniversary month. I know we have a trip planned already. I don't know when we come back. But my God, if it's your will, God, everything in be, my power to be at this Is it at the beginning of May or short like yes. the okay. my anniversary is May 1st? And I don't know. My I gotta look and see because I know we're already um scheduled to be out of the country, but I hopefully we will be back because I, I have to be at the show. I have God, your will. I, I, I'm when I get off of here, I'm about to go and see the dates. I'm gonna ask my husband, and, and you can and you can bring the family. It's a family show. Because some kids need need to see this. Because maybe with your kids being there, it can start the conversation, and it can open the conversation, and we can and we can really start to heal, and really like we begin the he healing process. Because I ain't the only one going through this. No, I know there's several. So maybe we can start to heal from this. Mm, 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 mm. My God. Y'all, but I'm, I'm going to make sure that, um, and please make sure you give me the information so that I can share it, so I can post it on my 
um, social media, uh, media so that I can share this. This is so important. This is so needed. It is so necessary. And I just thank God. I'm saying, I thank God. I thank God. I thank God that he allowed me to connect with you. I hope you feel that. Like I, I thank God. I'm going to say it again. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God that he allowed. Trust me. I've been trying to hold back tears this entire time. I've cried a couple of times in silence over here. Um, like this has truly been an experience that was needed for me, but I'm sure not not just for me, but for others as well. Um, like we always say, as long as long as long as we touch that one, it, mm-hmm. that one will touch thousands, and and the thousands turn into millions. Um, I look at my life as the Two fish and five loads of breast story. Like, mm. I may not have much, or it may not look like I have much, but I have a lot. And it's about to spread and be many. And I know that it's not, it's not, it's bigger than me. me. When you have models that find you on Instagram, models that are not even in DC. Models that have never done a, done a runway show, my models that only do air work, reach out to you and be like, I want to work, work with you. I want to do your show. We need to link up. I have people coming to do this show from Texas, mm-hmm. from North Carolina, um, from New Jersey, like from Richmond, Virginia, which don't seem far, but Richmond is far. If you got to drive anything over four hours to get to me, that's gas. That's far. Just to work and be in a building, like, I know it's bigger, bigger than me. And I know that I'm not, it's, oh, we are about to take over. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. That's I mean, never me. Remember yeah, me. I know, Remember I know me. that. Like I know, I never forget anybody. But I just, I know that I'm about to take over in a way that's scary to even me. And I'm like, okay, cool. So y'all, y'all could just, we, 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 we can all just sit back and watch this movie. The, the only thing is, I'm the star of it, so like, I can't do too, too much sitting back. <laughs> Amen. And listen, I, 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 I'm joking, but listen, I. I I don't even have to say that because let me tell you something. Let me tell you one thing for certain, two things for show. That's what my mama always say. Mm-hmm. One thing for certain, two things for show. I'm going to say it again. Okay. God has showed me in this season that I receive from the overflow. Yeah. Okay. So it ain't even about you. It, you all, if you never, if we never see each other again, that that's a lie. Don't speak that out loud. I, I, no, I, I, I didn't say. I'm just saying, if we don't, he has shown me in this season that I will receive from the overflow because of the seed that we pour into people. Okay. I know it's not the end. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying somebody needs to hear that because people don't understand. And I was those people, right? 
that we are just to plant someone else waters and God gets the increase. Okay. And so yeah. he to show me, don't worry. You have planted. See, I am still reaping from seeds that I have planted. And so I just wanted to say, because we have no idea and that. And I'm talking to me like this for this right here for me. He had mm -hmm. to that all for me because, and I'm so grateful and I get it now. And I'm so, uh, I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful because I just am. And that's just who I am. Like, and so I just thank him because he continues to take care of me from seeds that I've planted so long ago. And it's just, so just hold on y'all. Like, don't, don't worry. Don't, don't get discouraged. What to say? Don't get weary in your well-doing because in due season, you will reap what you have sown. And so I yep. thank and I thank you. And listen, I want I, I want you to give people. Oh, I, this came to me as you were talking to sis about mm -hmm. your show. Um, what do you need? Like, I, I want you to tell people what you need. Cause see, when you were talking, I, I don't know, that's what I heard. So give people mm -hmm. your social media handles, how they can connect, where mm -hmm. they can find you. But I also want, because we have not, because we ask not. And I don't mm -hmm. know, I mean, but what do you need for your show coming up in May? Just leave it here. That's what I heard when you were talking about the show. What do you need? Whatever you want to share. I, I don't know. But I want you to voice so that I, because somebody might be listening that want to bless you, sis, with something. I need... Even if you cannot come to the show physically, I still need people to buy a ticket. Because with that ticket, even if you can't be there, it will bless someone else that needs to be there that can't afford the ticket. Um, That's number one. Number two, I still need vendors. So... If you have anything that you sell, that you promote, that you, um, and I'm really, I'm accepting everybody, but I'm gearing this towards the African-American and Black community because we are still shunned and not looked at as real entrepreneurs and real business pe people. So if, so if we, we can start trying to build Black Wall Street back and start circulating the money within us um the vendor information you'll reach out to me on my social media which is on instagram is t-h-e underscore e-y-e underscore a-m underscore collection um you could dm me saying hey i want i want to be a vendor I'll send you the, the, that information and we, we could go from there. Um, I also need volunteers. So volunteers to help me backstage and, you know, mm. make sure those people are, are like organized and um, to help with the, set, the set sound system that I just purchased because i don't know nothing about nothing about sound but i knew i needed one um so the dad um if you are a young kid teen 
18 to 26, like, you know, the young adults still trying to get in. You know what? I just lied. The backtrack. If you are a person that are still trying to find your niche and you want to get into to, to this industry because there is no limit and no age l- 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 limit on when you start oh. living your dream. So I had to retract that. There is oh, no age l- limit. So if you are a person that, are, that is trying to get into this industry and you need, need to put something on your re- resume, I am here for that. Just go to my DMs, DM me and say, hey, I, I heard about, about your show. I want to do X, Y, and Z. Here's what I have to offer. And we will take it from there. Because some people don't accept people that don't have experience, which to me is still stupid. Because how can I have experience if you don't give me the opportunity to, to gain the, the, the experience? experience so, so if you need a resume builder i am here for that as well just dm me um but yeah that's about the vendors volunteers and yeah okay. oh and for people to, 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 to buy tickets even if they're not going to be in the space and you can and you can do that by event on Eventbrite. Once you go to the search engine, just type in a different kind of art show presents hood chronicles. It's spelled the way that it sounds. I, I, I at least got like a ninth grade education, so all, all, all that is spelled right, I think. Um, and then you can go get your ticket from there. And yeah, I hope to see you guys in the space and I hope you can bless somebody else. So yeah, that's just it. And if you want to be a part of the collection, oh, I, I, I always forget about this. If you have any old denim, if you have anything old, like old denim, old hoodies, things like that, that you don't want anymore or don't need anymore, old army fatigue that you don't want any more or need any more that you don't want to lug to the Salvation Army and you're in like the DMV mm-hmm. area, I will take them and I will repurpose them and then that will be your piece in the collection. Look at that. Oh, you get to be in the collect man. Well, I'm about to listen. I'm about to find hey, hey. <laughs> so because everyone has a story to tell. Some people just, just don't know how to tell that story. I get to be in a collection. Oh, I'm going to find something. I love, and that's so fun. I think that's probably why I connected to you so much, too. Because when I tell you I love fatigues, everything about it, if I, I will wear it every day. Because I'm a warrior. Like, that's who I am. I yeah, like say that. Like, warrior put on my full armor and and it's funny because people always ask have you been in the military no i have not been nope. in the military no yes you have no no see if people think they think that the military is just that but but no we as the african-american community have been in the military since the day that we were born we, we have been taught to fight we, we have been taught that hmm. we, we, we have to take certain sh- so we we have been in fight mode and military mode since the day that we took foot when you, you you see the pictures of the 
old school protest with Dr. King and Malcolm and the Black Panthers and all those people. We have been in militant mode since mm. the day that we set foot on this planet when, when, when they thought that it was okay for them to shackle us and keep us in chains and try to mute us. We have been in the military. So right. why not make that a fun thing and make it wearable enough to, to be like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still in it. But now it's the beauty behind it. Now we can wear the military with the patchwork on it that shows where we came from and where we're going. Now we can add certain fun things to it because now it's no longer just the fight, but it's the fight and the roads that built from concrete from it. Okay. That's so yeah. Okay. It's never, it's never, it's never a finish. It's a, it's a beautiful continuation. Okay. Oh, this se- man, listen. This season of praying and freaking and going about to be off the chain. She didn't kick this thing back <laughs> off, and I am. <laughs> Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 I don't have Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And by the time I get off of here, I'm about to go listen to some Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yes. Well, look, we, we, we done. I just have, well, I can't let you go without, um, I always do a Bible trivia question. Yes, of course. And, um, yeah, so let me just go on and ask this question. Y'all, I, I'm serious. The preacher has been... <laughs> has been speech it, it was so it's so much that she gave that I can't even get back to so pre-care is just speechless just listen just tune in and just get the nuggets like just tune in and get the nuggets from what this young lady has shared and I'm so excited to see okay so bible trivia question is multiple choice okay the question is who stuttered in the bible a moses b aaron c joseph d judah who stuttered in the bible moses amen amen she got listen and i love guess what you are one of the, I think I, you're probably the second person that I've had since I've done, and I've done many episodes. You are only the second person who did not flinch, who did not, you know, who didn't say anything, but just that thing was like, all right, come on. I, the only other person in this coming to my mind is my first, um, one of my first coaches, Michael. I, I, I um, said we were doing Bible trivia and he was like, okay, let's go. Bring it on. But you are like the set, because usually people be like, oh my God. Yeah. And she just was like, okay. Because my thing even... is, I've been called that. Like, I've been called the, the female Moses. And so when God kept allowing people to call me, me that, I was like, okay, but I can't walk, walk around saying my name is Moses. And he was like, <laughs> 
no. Um, and so when I was told to get a stage name or art name, I was like, okay, so we got to find something that fits that. He, he was like, the stuttering diva. And the diva in my name is never capitalized. So you know how in, in school that they teach you the first letter of your, your first name is a capital letter. The last name of your last name is the capital letter. So technically, stuttering is the first name. Diva is the last name. But diva is always in lowercase letters. Because when people hear the word diva, that that means that you know everything. You you up there. No no one can tell you nothing. You can you you you're you're, you're that. You're it, 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 it. And my thing is, I'm not done learning. I'm not done growing. I'm I'm not. I, I my work may, may may be immaculate, and it is, but it always is something more that I can learn and that I could go mm. from. And so I'm. I will never be an uppercase diva. I will always be humble enough to, to learn from everybody and anything around me. Mm. But God, God did give me this speech and prep. So I gotta let my people go though. So it's cool. We are about to be set free with this little three sets of seven with any conversation. This one, them creepy conversations. Y'all gonna really enjoy this. That's a good Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, honey. I have, yes, you got me full. I have, I have eaten. I have put my feet under the table. I am full. And I thank you, man. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Like I cannot say it enough, y'all. She didn't indulge. Oh, the other thing, I can't let you go without this either. I did my Bible trivia, but I always got to ask. Come on, Georgia. Thank you, God, for bringing it back to my remembrance. We talk about prayer. Like I always ask the question, what does prayer mean to you? How I was about, come on, God. He was like, yeah, what you about to do? You got to. What does prayer mean to you, um, my diva? I love that what you said about the diva about um, it, and I didn't know that, so I'm glad you said that that way. When I um, post this, that I will not capitalize the diva, and so, but um, yeah, what does prayer mean to you? Gotta ask that. I always ask that question. Mm, thank you, God. Uh-oh, did I lose her at the end? The devil is a lie. Each other, because it's, the, 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 there I go. So you need up after, the, there you go. So prayer is like a real authentic conversation with God. And it's not about language. It's not about what the world has told you, what you can't do or can't say. Like prayer is, really asking for, for what you want, standing on what you want, but also asking the questions on why he's doing what he's doing or why they are doing what they are doing. Um, we, we have been taught that when, when you pray, you, you, you are only supposed to ask for what you want, but when you don't get what you want, 
you're never supposed to ask why. And my thing is, if I'm asking for like what I want and I'm not receiving it, why can't I ask why? Because maybe there's a reason or something that they are protecting me from on why they're not answering certain prayers. But if I don't ask why, then I will never know why that didn't happen for me or why they chose to like shun me from that. Um, so prayer is not about language. Prayer is about conversation. Prayer is about being the direct. Prayer is, is about understanding. It's not about anyone else's connection with God, but your own. When you pray, you, you, you're direct and what you, you need and you stand in that and you could let him do what he gonna do, but you can't. You cannot pray and then tiptoe and not even. Did they say faith without works is the dead? And that's true. So, so, so you can't ask for something and then not do put, put, put in the work to make that something happen. Like you gotta at least meet God halfway with your prayer. But just, just know that if you pray for it and you're working in it. Just have the conversation. It's going, it's going to come true. Amen. Because me and God be up in here talking like I don't know what. I'm like, look, God, look, look, listen here. Um, <laughs> you you being real mid right now, and your and your ribs ain't where it's at. So I need you to to, to understand that we, we, we ain't jiving right now. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah I know. But you'll be all right. I'm like, Jesus, like, you ain't even going to I'm like, all right, well, um, but at least you know how I feel about this, though. Like, I'm not here for none of this, yeah, no, but, but you'll be all right, cool. But that, that that's what prayer is it's nothing but a conversation, it's not, it's not, it's not nothing but, 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 uh, God, I don't know what you're doing right now, but, but, but. but we're going to see. I ain't here for it. I'm going to tell you that I ain't here for it. God is more o- open to those conversations than most parents are. Mm. And that's all that prayer is, is a conversation of understanding and asking for, for what you want and standing in what you want. That, 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 that's all it is. Amen. Well, you heard it from her. <clears throat> that's what she said to me to her. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, y'all. I, woo, I don't even have to ask her what she wants. She done left so many nuggets that y'all just go, y'all just going to grab what y'all need, what y'all need. But I just want to remind you, the sister has come forth with what she needs for her show on May the eleventh. If you are so led by God to help her, she says she needs y'all to buy tickets, even if you can't come, sponsor somebody. She needs your old fatigues, your denim. She needs help. She needs volunteers. She needs all of that. I I thought of a number of people that I want to connect you with. And so most definitely that I'm going to connect you with them. They say clothes don't get fed. So if you need feeding, open your daggone mouth. 
Yes. And I'm so glad that I um ser- like I don't know, it just that was just was laid on my heart as you were talking, and I'm glad that I remembered to say it because um any event, I mean, I guess maybe you know, I, I've done so many events, I do events, that's part of what I do, and I know what it's like. And you say I'm a one-woman show, and so we need to help our sisters, we need to help our brothers, we need to help one another. And so I know um, a number of people that I definitely want to connect you with. LaJuan, I thought about my sister LaJuana too, with her shoes, like so much. And so, yeah, we we definitely will talk. Um, But y'all, listen, I thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgette, aka The Preaker. And y'all know what I always say, We are out deuces and I will see you guys on the next episode. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So welcome, Queen.